Well, hello, hello. It is Tuesday, November. Sigh. The first of 2016. My name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Nicolene Klassen-Weeb. You're listening to Wittenberg Radio, CMU's most subscribed to podcasts. Still, after all these months, we remain at number one. So yes. thank you, supporters. As always, you can find out what made us number one at our website, wittenbergradio.com. And subscribe also on iTunes and the podcatcher of your choice. Wittenbergradio at gmail.com is the place to send us your comments, questions, listener concerns, favorite recipes, what you like about November, because I'm struggling, (laughs) etc. Also, you can message us on Facebook. Uh, We Mm -hmm. actually did field a couple messages this past week, uh, some some thoughts on our episode about Donald Trump, uh, which was very, it was fantastic to read those. Keep those, uh, keep your feedback coming. We're on Facebook there, or if you like to give short feedback, we're also on Twitter at Wittenberg Radio. Speaking of which, how is your Twitter adventures going? Oh, my Twitter adventures. Oh, well, as you said, like it's November, so um, they're not very extensive, but <laughs> I'm working on it. You're, what does that mean? You're working on it. Um, I have good intentions. <laughs> I see. We're thinking. Great, we're thinking good Twitter thoughts. Yeah, exactly. I have it bookmarked in my in my internet, so you know. So it's there. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least there's you know there's that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not yeah. bad at all. So I, I, I mentioned uh, that we had a little bit of feedback on our um, Trump episode last time. Actually, a couple of people weighed in um, saying that, man, that Kaler guy seemed a little bit biased. Mm. So for those of you uh, who are also thinking about well, that were maybe too kind to say something or too polite or whatever, let's put your minds to ease uh, with what we thought we were doing with that show, which was uh, creating a discussion around um, how Canadians can understand the American political climate right now much Mm. less like more or less not supporting any candidate now of course i (laughs) it slipped out that i was like well lord help us if donald trump becomes president if you so lean towards uh the donald's for your voting purposes if you are an american citizen listening to this show (laughs) we love you anyway Mm -hmm. we love you we really do and we're glad to have you listening this week uh the reason we pulled on more trump examples than hillary examples because goodness knows hillary is not scandal free by any means but the the last week's news should uh have demonstrated that quite well uh the reason we told chose donald is because uh he his scandals are a bit more public and they're easier to draw on as examples uh to try and describe it so that's where we went with that Mm -hmm. there we go clear that air a little bit let's play a little bit of music i'm tired of (laughs) i'm just tired it was Halloween yesterday. Did you dress up at all? Uh, not yesterday, but I was the golden snitch on the weekend from Harry Potter. Wow. Yeah. How about you? I, uh, my girlfriend and I dressed up as uh, Jim and Pam. Nice. So we did. So yeah, I was, I had the black tie and like the, <laughs> the hole punched and she was, and she was the cat. It was very, <laughs> it was very sweet. I recently, very, yeah, I recently very started, started watching The Office. So that's best thing ever. It's a good show. I, I laugh every time. <laughs> So, in honor of Halloween, Nicolene, I was wondering if we could play a Halloween song to start off our time together today. Yes, for sure. What song? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, it's this beautiful band from Ottawa known as the Five Man Electrical Band. And uh, they're yeah from the 70s, and they wrote a song called Werewolf. <laughs> All right. And I was wondering if we could spin that right now. Let's spin it. Here we go. Five Man Electrical Band, Werewolf. It's Wittenberg Radio. Something weird about Billy I looked in his room His bed wasn't slept in at all last night 
silly He's just a young boy He's just soaring his wild oats And that's all right But mama said no Something real strange about my village The farmer down the road said He lost a few of his sheep last night I know he's my own flesh and blood But he makes my blood run chilly Cause I saw him from my window And he was on the hill just screaming at the moonlight Silver dinner bell. But Mama said, Papa, you don't kill him. Cause I just couldn't bear to think about my baby in hell. But he went down to the blacksmith, got him out of bed, and said, Get your fire hot. Oh, shut up your shutters and close down the doors. We're gonna need all the heat you got. To melt my silver bell down to a single shot. I got a job to do, and I got to get it done before the sun comes up. Did I tell you or did I tell you? <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> the five-man electrical band and Werewolf here on Wittenberg Radio. And happy Halloween. Yes. Happy belated Halloween from us here. It is the first show of the month, which means it's Columnist Tuesday. Hey. Oh, man. We've got three columns coming to you, to you this week. We'll be hearing from Kenji Dick and Isla's Anger, or whatever we decided <laughs> to call that segment, Isla Manning. It will be on the show a little bit later on. Kenji, by the way, is our new culture columnist. So welcome, Kenji. We'll be hearing from him in just a little bit. But first, and of course, it is column week here on Wittenberg Radio. So we're going to dive right in. It's been a busy month in sports these uh, these past few weeks. We've seen uh, the Blue Jays fall in the MLB baseball playoffs. Toronto FC also on a roll if you're a soccer fan here in Canada. I actually don't know many MLS fans, but maybe, I don't know. If you like Toronto (laughs) FC, then... They recently are moving on to the uh, to the final, I guess, final 
four, final eight, final eight of the MLS playoffs. Uh, the Raptors have started off their season, and we've also seen the return of hockey as well. And uh, Jets, kind of same old, same old, which is a little bit unfortunate. Uh, losing in close games, it, 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 it happens, you know? We'll get, here, there. we'll get there. We'll get there. Here to weigh in on uh, sports uh, is our columnist, Jason Friesen. How you doing? Doing great. How the are you? The other thing I forgot to mention, I'm, I'm great. The other thing I forgot <laughs> to mention was that the Blazers sports have all Absolutely. have all started up. And uh, we recently saw the busiest weekend in Blazers sports, one of the busiest weekends in Blazers sports history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was, yeah, last weekend, uh, basketball, both teams played Prov, both won. Yeah, yeah. CMU, or the volleyball, uh, both teams played played U of W both one so it wow. was uh, it was a big old <laughs> sweep awesome. for the Blazers it was a weekend. big old it was a, <laughs> it was awesome to see it's a lot of fun so and the team's looking all right everything's yeah yeah we uh yeah for for us we had a bit of a minor step setback uh, on Tuesday to Providence which mm-hmm. is never fun but we'll get them back that's it's a spirit. long season that's the spirit what um what are you here to talk about today Jason well uh, I'm here to talk about um, a lot of us were watching baseball in the last uh, last while as you mentioned with the Blue Jays no I was they fell to uh, the Cleveland Indians uh, and there was a lot of dispute uh, over over the name of the Cleveland Indians um, especially in that series uh, there was actually uh, uh, an architect an Aboriginal architect in Canada uh, actually wanted to take it to court and did take it to court the the fact that uh, he didn't want the Indians' name to be used in Ontario when they were playing their games in Toronto. Um, the uh, he did not get the ruling that he wanted, uh, so uh, they were allowed to use it. But actually, on I know on Sportsnet they did not use the Cleveland the the Indians' name. Uh, they called them the Cleveland team, um, which is I think a lot of there's a lot of big statements going on about uh, racism and that kind of stuff in in sports. It's a wider reaching trend too because we've we've seen this reach to a. a a bunch of of uh, professional sports franchises. I think of, I mean, Washington comes to mind. Oh, absolutely, in, in yeah. Football, um, <clears throat> with yeah, their name, the the quote unquote Redskins, which is, um, yeah, how this is how this is still. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what? It yeah, takes it's... well, exactly. And these are antiquated names. Um, mm-hmm. and often the logos of these teams are also somewhat, you know, they're a little bit provocative. Like, mm-hmm. well, tell us a bit about Cleveland's, what Cleveland's logo looks like. Well, their logo is basically a big uh, smiling chief. Uh, the The color of his skin is literally red, like bright red. Um, he has a, uh, a feather coming out of a uh, kind of a headband kind of dealio. And yeah, so that's that's what their logo looks like. And his name is Chief Wahoo. Yes, it is. Which so, <laughs> right, and and all so, it 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 poses an interesting question. These teams mm-hmm. have a history. Cleveland has been a major league baseball franchise for over 150 years. Mm-hmm. What do you do to go about changing that? Because there's actually there's there's a couple of factors here. But like, what mm-hmm. do you like? What do you do to go about uh, making the name a more, you know, t- 21st century appropriate? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's obviously it's not an easy process, but we've seen uh, like there are examples of it where it has gone through. Not necessarily in professional sports, but in uh, in college sports uh, recently. The University of North Dakota, who used to be the Fighting Sioux, uh, so reference to a certain native tribe, um, they actually changed their names to the Fighting Hawks, um, which I think makes a big statement about uh, about their uh, their priorities. Um, I did read articles on. 
on that change of name and there are a lot of people who will still come to come to fighting hawks games wearing their fighting suit gear so there is still a bit of a uh my 87 year old grandfather <laughs> among them <laughs> <laughs> a bit of uh remorse about the loss of the name there um Ex- and attachment to that old name which i understand but i think at the same time you have to realize that this is an actual group of people that you're talking about here and you need to respect that so sure and there's yeah and there's so and there's like there's other teams like the atlanta braves mm-hmm. or something like that or like team names that are they're sketchy mm-hmm. yes. you know what i mean and that's that and you put your finger right on it like there are fans that are loyal to this franchise and if you change their name you're changing their identity mm-hmm. and because sports plays such a, a vital part in so many people's lives you're mm-hmm. changing a part of their identity absolutely yeah yeah so it's not easy to uh to force people into that but i think like i said people need to realize that you know if this was a stereotype about them if it was i don't know i don't know what kind of uh similarities there would be for if there was a team name about a white group of people but i i can't imagine that caucasian people would would enjoy having names like that named after them well absolutely not yeah I can't. so i think you kind of need to walk a mile in the other person's shoes mm-hmm. in a sense i think <clears throat> absolutely and yeah there's so much there's so much uh, fascinating history especially around the the, the cleveland baseball team because mm-hmm. their name actually um their name comes out of somewhat vague circumstances of actually trying to honor Native American tribes, which mm-hmm. is, which is a it, it's a deeper cut. But like, and the the point still remains that it's a kind of a derogatory team yeah. name. But but still, like the context of all of these team names is is absolutely. is absolutely fascinating. Well, thank you so much for this, Jason, and bringing it to our attention. And as we watch Cleveland play in the World Series this week against the Chicago Cubs, who have you got in the championship? I'm taking Chicago. Chicago. Now, why <laughs> would you take Chicago? <laughs> Nothing to do with the name. I just, uh, I have a heart for, even though the Indians have also had a long drought of no World Series wins, uh, the Cubs, uh, it's time for that to come to an end. To put this into context, the uh, the World Series, the, uh, the Major League Baseball's championship, um, the Cubs last were playing for the World Series back in 1945. <laughs> they haven't won since 1908. <laughs> yeah put that into perspective exactly uh, hawaii was not a state alaska was not a state yet so the so. last okay and cleveland, and cleveland hasn't been to the hasn't been to the world series since 1997 mm-hmm. um so cleveland when cleveland was last in the world series the movie titanic had just came out <laughs> last time chicago was in the world series the titanic the ship was actually just being commissioned to be built <laughs> incredible stuff and in a fascinating series and even if you don't watch baseball like this is the this is the time to watch baseball because this is where if it's not i know i'm a i'm a a diehard baseball fan putting in a plug here but (laughs) if you're not a baseball fan and you're interested in the sport this is the time to watch because this is where the games get really exciting and Mm -hmm. this is where like the stakes are so high and everybody's incredibly invested and it's not the usual 162 game slog that through most games that maybe not won't mean as much Mm -hmm. but this is the time if you're wanting to check out baseball that you should do it but do so ethically and cheer for the cleveland baseball team perhaps there you go thanks so much for coming in today jason thank you jason friesen fourth year communication student here and he is the setter on the blazer volleyball team so great to have Jason Friesen uh, with us doing our uh, sports column this week once again. And uh, let us know what you th- what your thoughts are uh, if you're a baseball fan. Do you call the Cleveland baseball team by its nickname? Let us know. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and you can also email us. WittenbergRadio at gmail.com is the place to do that. We're super excited now to introduce our 
next column, and it's brand new for Wittenberg Radio this year. It's our culture column uh, that we're going to be pioneering, and it will be discussed uh, elements of pop culture, music, film, what have you. I'm thinking, given the nature of our columnist, it will be a lot based on film. Kenji Dick is a student here at CMU in his, oh man, in your second year, right? That's right. And your sec- say second year in English? Uh, communica- communications. Communications. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. Man, you'd think, you'd think we'd get to know each other after a while. Hey, Nicolene? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> second year communications student Kenji Dick is joining us now. You might remember him from such things as Film 60, last year's crowned winner. Mm, yeah, no, that was with, with a beautiful yeah. film. <laughs> yes, which true. you were in. <laughs> which, w- despite the starring cast, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Genji. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. Well, my gosh, I don't think we've ever had that kind of praise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, me. I mean, like, it's really cool. I I really like this uh, radio a lot, and like, it's really oh, cool good. to be here. Well, you should oh, tell yes. your friends then. Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what have you got for us this week, Kenji? Well, today I wanted to talk about um, just the summer 20, 2016 uh, film season and how some people have considered it to be rather disappointing in comparison to other summer 2016, other other summer film seasons in comparison. So you didn't like Suicide Squad. <laughs> no, I didn't really like Suicide Squad. I also didn't like Batman vs. Superman. And while I didn't see very many other films this summer, I know that many other people were not only disappointed with those two movies, but were also disappointed with other films, like Independence Day uh, Resurgence, or as I like to call it, Independence Day uh, Regurgitation. And, mm. um, <laughs> and also, I believe one other one was Jason Bourne was another one that was rather disappointing on many people's radars, sure. as well as X-Men Apocalypse. So there were a lot of big summer blockbusters this year that many people were looking very much forward to, and with the exceptions of maybe Cap- uh, Captain America Civil War, um, many people were left to theaters a bit underwhelmed or just straight up annoyed. What do you think uh, leads to that sense of underwhelming? What is what is Hollywood doing wrong on these, uh, on these blockbuster movies? Well, I think there's an issue with the actual filmmaking itself, and someone and this is maybe this is especially the case with a movie like batman versus superman and suicide squad um but a guy named the nerd writer on youtube made this great video essay called movie moments versus scenes so one of the main issues with super with batman versus superman which i saw as well and was also like very very annoyed at the filmmaking of this movie was that there was a high emphasis on moments so moments in movies are like the, the scenes that we remember, it's the, it's the stuff that we remember. So like the dancing scene, like in Pulp Fiction or the, the moment in E.T. where you see like the boy and the alien like over the moon, right? Like those big moments that we want to remember. And Zack Snyder, director, has a big obsession with moments. And it makes sense for a movie like this. Here you have two iconic superheroes clashing together in the, for the, on the screen for the first time ever. Not to mention it's the first time we've seen Superman and Batman on screen together, well, ever, right? So Basically, Zack Snyder wants to create an epic scale where he wants to make huge moments. So you have a lot of you have a lot of scenes within Batman vs Superman where there's a lot of slow mo, where the music swells, and where everything's perfectly framed, and the whole idea of the of the image is to be odd, right? But the problem is that a lot of this stuff falls flat when we don't have scenes. So what are scenes? Scenes are not moments. They're not the memorable stuff, but they're the absolute absolute necessary thing to actually make moments effective. So scenes is when you forget that you're watching a movie, that you just see two characters just talking together, just interacting with one another, where we understand the stakes of a certain situation, where we understand how they're feeling, right? Like this is when we get to know the characters, and this is when we're fully immersed in the movie. So when a big emotional moment happens, like a big emotional moment happens, we feel the full impact of it. 
So a movie that did this really well in the last summer block, but last uh, summer was actually Captain America Civil War, where we just had many scenes of Tony Stark and Captain America just talking. These scenes are not necessarily that memorable, right? But we get to understand Tony Stark's pains in this, in this fight. We get to understand Captain America's pains, but also their motivations and why they have to fight. So then when they do finally fight in the third act, it is so much more emotionally impactful. If we didn't have those scenes where we just have Captain America and Tony Stark talking, that big epic moment where Iron Man and Captain America fight would not feel impactful whatsoever. And that's the problem with Batman vs Superman, is that we don't have very, very many scenes like that. We don't have a lot of scenes where we get to really get to sit down and understand Batman and Superman. We, this video guy, this essay guy named The Nerd Writer, in his video essay, which I highly recommend, it's called Moments vs. Scenes, he makes a point that, like, in the movie, we have, we visit the Daily Planet, like, 11 times, but we never actually stay in the Daily Planet for over a minute. Right. So, this seems like a, like a, like, it seems like a common sense sort of concept, doesn't it? Like, est- establishing characters and establishing, um, and establishing motivations for these amazing moments that we have on screen. Why does Hollywood continue to make things with just moments and no scenes? I guess, or I guess more pointedly, why do people pay for that? If, <laughs> if, uh, right. if what, what is, what's driving people to continue to buy tickets for this? I think in the case of like some blockbusters, I think what, I think what Hollywood is misguided in thinking is that like, this is definitely, I'll talk about like the audience aspect of it as well, but I think. I think Hollywood studios are a little bit misguided in thinking that what people really want to see are like big, like just those big epic fights. And that was especially the case of Batman versus Superman, right? Like the whole, that was just appealing in itself. We're seeing again, two heroes on screen for the first time, like clashing together ever. And so like, they just rely on that and they just think that'll, that'll, that'll be enough to bring people in. Um, and I think the other thing too is that like, I don't think the studios necessarily think a lot about critical reception unless it's affecting the box office. Now, a lot of people will also say that the 2016 summer season was a bit underwhelming box office wise, but I kind of disagree with that notion only because a lot of the movies that dis- were a bit disappointing actually still got money back. So like Batman vs Superman still earned a lot of money overseas, Suicide Squad still earned a lot of money. Um, like these, these movies still continue to get money. And I don't think Hollywood is going to be necessarily willing to change a lot of their uh, a lot of their techniques until like they don't until like the box office starts reflecting that. Um, if people are still paying to see these movies, then they're going to continue to make them because they think that's what's working. Like look at Transformers, for example. That that's a franchise that's been running for five. Well, yeah, it's going to be five movies now, and none of them have been critically well received, but they all have made an incredible amount of money. And because of that, Michael Bay has changed really nothing in his technique in those films. Interesting stuff. So, I guess the the closing thought would be what should. What, uh, okay, here, how about this? Leave us with a recommendation of something that we as moviegoers need to check out. In 30 seconds or less, what would you say? A movie? Like, a movie or something we need to watch for when we're picking what we're watching with our friends in our dorm rooms on Friday night? Hmm, well, uh, when it comes to blockbusters, like, pick a smart block about blockbuster. I mean, the Marvelous movies have surprisingly been intelligent enough that, like, they have scenes that back the moments. Captain America Civil War was one that did that very well. And apparently, uh, Doctor Strange, which is coming out very soon, it also does that. So um, I'd say that. And also, like, if you want some change in Hollywood, I say just before you buy that ticket to your favorite movie, just wait until what the critics have to say, and then wait. I don't, I just don't think like just don't go like to a movie just like with the lowest expectations, because still ultimately you're giving, you're still paying for that movie, and because of that, the Hollywood studio or whatever will still 
make the product in that way. There you go. Movie going advice from our culture columnist Kenji Deck. He'll be appearing with us uh, every month on the first uh, Tuesday of each month from here on out until the end of this season, I suppose. Kenji, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. So two out of three down on our columnist episode this week, and we're now joined by the all-star, the allest of stars. Her last column sparked much debate on our Wittenberg door, our sister publication station, just on the side of Charlie Peronto's office there. It's, is that not a correct terminology for what that <laughs> Wittenberg door is? I think a sister station would involve it being a radio station. I would argue that that is a that putting up bulletins <laughs> on the on a door is like the earliest form of broadcast media. We'll talk about this later. Okay, <laughs> Isla Manning joining us once again for her column. Did, did we settle on a name? Um, I like I prefer Isla's disappointment. Isla's disappointment. Okay, now we can roll with that because people yeah. are, are very scared of female anger. Mm. I think generally I don't want to scare unfo- people. How unfortunate. I know. Man, it's too bad. There's okay. Side note: There's an author I need to show you later. Anyway, um, anyway, Isla's disappointment. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's nice to be here. It's wonderful to be here. What are we disappointed about this this month? Yogurt. What happened with yogurt? The existence of low fat and fat free yogurt is personally offensive. Do tell. Please elaborate. Okay, so yogurt exists as like a fatty substance right it's something made out of dairy products it's got a lot of substance to it right what is low-fat yogurt even yogurt like you're taking away what makes it itself and you're replacing it with gelatin can i swear on i'm not gonna swear i'm not gonna swear i think you're i think precedents have been set up for swearing on this show it's bullshit that's there you go like if I'm going to eat a bowl of yogurt, I want to know that it's going to fill me up for at least an hour, right? If I like go into an event or something like that and there's yogurt cups there and I'm really excited and I get there and it's 99% gelatin, zero fat activia, the rest of it sugar, like I'm there for the dairy fat. Why are you tricking me? Why does this exist? And, and then why do people buy them by accident like my mom? It's really sad. Are you at these events specifically to eat yogurt? <laughs> Aren't you? I mean... Yes, but I don't really have that opportunity to share that very often with someone. Usually by the time I get there, like, all the oranges and apples are gone, and it's just, like, squished and, bananas. And, so i got to rely ter- on the yogurt. And terrible yogurt. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think rationally through here, and I'm trying to play. I'm trying to think of a way to play devil's advocate, but this is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, at least today. Um, I can't imagine a scenario where someone is eating yogurt and they are trying— I, unless you really like the taste of yogurt— but it tastes different. It, it tastes kind of <laughs> like, like milky jello. Like I don't know. <laughs> I feel so passionate about this as well. It doesn't even taste like like. Is yeah. this like it, like it, like in the way that diet coke tastes kind of like coke, but it's got that it's awful aspartamey sort of thing like going a on. Different thing. Like if you want a coke, you're gonna have a coke, and if you want a diet coke, you're gonna have a diet coke. But people often provide both of them because they know people like that difference. If I wanted low fat yogurt, I would just drink water. <laughs> and that's a headline. <laughs> well, okay. That, does this fat-free hatred extend beyond yogurt to, or disappointment, I should say? Does that extend beyond yogurt into, like, 
other areas where people might want to skimp on fat in the hope of eating something but like like tofurkey or like, i don't eat that <laughs> skim milk skim milk uh decaf coffee <laughs> that one's another one like if you want to have coffee right. have coffee it has caffeine in it if you want to have decaf coffee drink something else hot chocolate's awesome i'm good stuff i'm drawn to uh i'm reminded of a line from uh the best canadian tv show ever made in my opinion corner gas and brent true brent is getting decaf coffee served to him he's like i'm not jonesing just for some hot brown liquid with or without calf i need the calf <laughs> no it's just it's just not natural okay we're raging we're disappointed with unnatural foods here today on wittenberg radio if you have thoughts on fat-free yogurt or tofurkey because apparently none of us eat that and we want to know what that's like please hit us up wittenbergradio at gmail.com and on our facebook page wittenberg radio or you can tweet a nice little one word uh answer or a haiku about your hatred of fat-free yogurts uh on twitter as well or post it on the door please post your hatred about (laughs) fat-free yogurts on the door (laughs) is the simu calf serving fat-free yogurts do you know I don't, know, I don't go there. Pretty good, I think. Okay. From what my, from my experience, yeah. If it is fat-free and you get just a <laughs> hint of milky water down gelatin-styled yogurt, do let us know, and Isla will get justice for you. <laughs> I'll talk to Marilyn. Always a pleasure, Isla. Likewise. Thanks so much to our three columnists today. Mm-hmm. Isla's anger just now with Isla Manning. Also heard from Kenji Dick and his new culture column. Thanks so much for contributing and. As always, Jason Friesen giving us the latest from the court, the diamond, the ice surface, wherever. <laughs> Works out well. We've heard a lot of talking the last little while. Let's play a song. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, well, I have a song to keep all you guys' spirits up. Now that it's November, things are probably getting crazy. So this is Keep Your Head Up by Ben Howard. It's a it's a uh, heartfelt it? tune. Oh, my know. goodness. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Bring it. I spent my time watching the spaces that have grown between us and I cut my mind on second best all the scars that come with the greenness and I gave my eyes to the boredom still the seabed wouldn't let me in and I tried my best to embrace the darkness in which I swim Walking back down this mountain, the strength of a turn and tide, all oh, the wind so soft at my skin, yeah the sun's so hot upon my side, all oh, looking out at this happiness, I search for between the sheets, or oh, feeling blind, but realize all I was searching for was me.
There you have it. Keep your head up by Ben Howard here on Wittenberg. Keep your heads up, guys. <laughs> It'll all be fine. <laughs> that was the most reassuring. You should. I wish you could have seen her face. It was just a just a big old reassuring grin. It was very. I my. Mm-hmm. It settled my heart. Oh, good. <laughs> it was wonderful. What's coming up this week at CMU? Well, first of all, let's acknowledge what happened last weekend. Uh, the soccer teams uh, wrapping up for the year. Uh, the men did not place into the finals, unfortunately, but they did a s- solid. Res- they did had a nice, respectable season, as did the women. So, congratulations to our soccer teams on a great season, and we'll see some of you on our uh, futsal court in very short mm-hmm. order. Five out of six games, I believe, were won by Blazer teams this past weekend. So, nice job. Let's keep it rolling. So, this weekend, yeah, here we go. Men's soccer semi, they won. Uh, they lost two nothing to Red River. That's who that was. Um, Women's and men's volleyball both uh, trouncing uh, the Assiniboine College Cougars this weekend. Um, I think the men only lost one set. The women didn't lose at all. Wow. And women's basketball at UW, they get this one seventy-one to 12. Wow. That's incredible. Nice Amazing. job, women. So coming up this weekend on the show, we've got, um, let's see. Oh, yeah, not on the show. Coming up in sports, volleyball is coming up this weekend at the Lowen Athletic Center against Red River Boys and girls i was gonna say boys and women and i was gonna say men and girls that doesn't make any sense so boy i stick stick with your syntax kaylor come on and on friday men's and women's basketball also in action that's all going to be going down this weekend and it's going to be a really great time so be sure to watch out for that and what else is coming up this week well we've got a live show coming up in just a little while Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Coming up on November 10th, we'll be right. speaking to, uh, well, yeah, the Manitoba, it's, a, it's not for you guys, unfortunately. It's for a <laughs> collection of youth here in Winnipeg uh, through Mennonite Church, Manitoba. Manitoba yeah. So we're going to be speaking about peace initiatives. So we have a couple of interviews from that. And we'll be playing live clips from that as well on our, sh- uh, on our show coming up in just a little while. So be sure to stick out for that. And I think that's pretty much all I have to say about that this week. So let's wrap it up. Great. Right on. And oh, my goodness, Pastor in Residence is happening this week. <laughs> so Mary Reimer joining us uh, this week. Do make her feel welcome. Uh, join her for crafts and convos tomorrow Ooh, morning fun. in Marpec. Cookies and convos and folio on Wednesday from 2 to 4. Thursday, 9.30 to 11.30. Find her in the Blau Rock for more cookies and convos. And uh, on Thursday, there's a lunch for all inter- all people interested in vocational ministry. So go check that out as well. Okay, now I really am done. So let's wrap it up. Uh, as always, find us on Facebook at Wittenberg Radio. Twitter as well. That's another place you can find us for short comments. Email us always. We're at WittenbergRadio at gmail.com. WittenbergRadio.com is the place to send, uh, it's the place to check out past episodes. It's uh, It's becoming a thing where I'm like kind of going on autopilot and then just kind of <laughs> wrapping it up so I'm not going to do that and say you can also find us on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice and for and uh, for all of our columnists here this week my name is Nolan Kaler and I'm Nicolene Clausen-Weeb see you next week Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council the views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council 